This is episode 338, dated Friday, December 15th, 2023. You are listening to the In Perspective weekly podcast with Bob Branco and Peter O'Toole. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to In Perspective. My name is Bob Branco, and this is episode 338, dated Friday, December 15th, 2023. Before we continue with our very special show today, all about Christmas, let me introduce our good friend and colleague, Peter Alchul. Peter, what's going on in Coos Bay, Oregon today? Hey, uh, no atmospheric rivers in the immediate future, so it's a beautiful day here. Just came back from uh, Christmas, uh, our wedding rehearsal at church, and so we got Christmas and then a wedding. Six more days, right, Peter? Days. Yeah, day, oh. uh, December twenty eighth is is the wedding. So, but first Christmas. Anyway, glad to be here. Great. Okay, so let me now acknowledge some people who make it possible for In Perspective to be aired. We start out with our executive producer, Raymond Gay. Thank you very much for doing what you do to help us. Tom and Lynn from Rosie's Place chat line, thank you for posting our programs on bulletin board number 15. Our media outlets, thank you very much for airing us when you do. We appreciate that. And finally, Jacqueline Sylvia of JS Web Solutions, archives in perspective podcasts on my website all you have to do to find them is go to www.brancoevents.com arrow down until you get to in perspective podcasts click on them and you will see most of our archives from latest to earliest now see jackie and merry christmas and oh one more thanks i must thank trish once again for taking the time to be our host for today's program thank you and also to brad for streaming us we appreciate the fine work that you folks do for us. It's, it, it's very important that, uh, that you know, to have this. Appreciate it very, very much. Today, we thought we would devote our time to Christmas and, and what it means to all of us. And so without further ado, let me introduce some panelists who are going to share their thoughts and feelings with us. We're going to do the same thing on the show, too. And, of course, later on when we ask our participants to call in, they will share their thoughts as well as to what Christmas means to them, too. We have with us my wife, Amy Branco. Amy, how you doing? Doing good. How are you all doing? We're doing well. We also have Steve Theberge. Stephen, how are you doing today? Good, thanks. Thanks for having me. We do expect two other panelists. I don't know if they're here yet. If you are, let us know. And those panelists would be Tabitha Cabral and Karen Crowder. Are either one of you on the call right now? That's fine. Once you come in, we'll acknowledge you and you can resume the conversation that we're having. All right. So I have the Christmas spirit for a lot of reasons. I have it because it's almost time for the birth of Jesus and 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 we have the Christmas decorations and the Christmas music. And, of course, we have in our church, we celebrate Advent for four weeks and we sing Christmas hymns. And there are a lot of things that we do to help the Christmas spirit along. So what I'd like to do now is turn 
the festivities over to either Steve or Amy to, to begin with and let them share their thoughts. So whoever wants to go first. Have Amy go first if she wants. <laughs> Amy? <laughs> okay. Let's see. I I love Christmas. Seeing all the decorations and the lights. And I just find that people are more happier around this time. So I don't know. Christmas just makes me, you know, happy and, and, and you don't mind. I'm sorry. Go right ahead, Amy. And everything. So you don't mind hearing all the Christmas music that we get to hear in mid-November? I, for one, love it. I, I, I think it's never too early to have the Christmas music going and to have decorations in the stores. You know, I don't see any problem with that whatsoever. People can buy what they want and listen to what they want. So it's it's our choice as to how we go about what's going on and what's available to us. But I have no problem with it. Yeah, I don't have no problem with it either. I love the Christmas music. Okay. Steve. Well, I mean, nowadays you can listen to Christmas music all year online if you want. So Christmas has always been special to me. With, like Amy said, I liked all the trappings and the, you know, I, I do think it's way too commercial for me. For me, Christmas is a personal thing. Like you said, Bob, it's about the savior, but I want to preface. I, I'm not in any, I'm not in a competition with Hanukkah or anything else. This is what I do. This is what I believe. I know some people, it should be a, it's supposed to be a time of peace. And I, I just, I'm not there to proselytize. I just enjoy Christmas and I always have and I'm, I'm, I, I always will and I enjoy. I just think it's too commercial. I mean, it, you really, hey, I'm call me old fashioned. You really don't start selling Christmas decorations before November or before Thanksgiving. And as far as the music, Bob, you're absolutely right. Generally, I was a purist and said, oh, I'm not going to start listening to Christmas music until Advent, except this year I got four Perkins School Christmas concerts, and I was listening to them the day after Thanksgiving. But, you know, that's a personal choice as far as the music. I love Christmas music. And to me, Christmas, like Amy said, it, it's that joyful feeling. It's that peaceful feeling. And I don't know why it, for some people it's like i guess society has kind of snuffed out all the other holiday you know like we we know hanukkah's in december i guess always and but it to me it's not a competition i think i think the reason is it's it's so commercial which i would i would not probably outlong that but it says that we are we are living in it you know a capitalist go ahead well, we're capitalists, so you can't outlaw capitalism, and people are buying. So, <laughs> what, what am I going to do? Do you have the same sentiment that Amy does that people seem to be happier around the holidays than during the rest of the year? I think generally, yeah, I, I, it seems that way. Not everyone, but I, yeah, I, I, it seems to be a time of hope for a lot of people. I, I think so. Yeah, it, I've always felt that way, and. This year, I'm more in the spirit than I was other years. It's just it's the kind of year I had a better year. But I, yeah, I, I I would say generally that that seems to be. And then and then after New Year's, it's like it's winter again, and 
get miser- everyone gets miserable again. <laughs> but yeah, Peter? I agree. Yeah, I I, I want to take this in two different directions. Uh, I'm going to start the political because we all know that Jesus was born in Bethlehem and Bethlehem is currently under siege. And I'm not here to blame one side or the other. That's a whole nother conversation, but they're not celebrating Christmas this year in Bethlehem. They're, you know, it's, it's a terrible place to be right now, you know, given what's going on. And so I just hope we can pray for the folks who are going through such a rough time during what should be, as as has been said, a season of peace and joy. It's not a peace and joy situation in Bethlehem and will not be this Christmas. We can only hope it will be better next year. I also, I know this is about Christmas. I also do want to acknowledge Hanukkah because folks who are Jewish are going through lots of, of, of challenges these days, as are Muslims, but Hanukkah is around this time. I think the last day was yesterday. So, you know, let's, let's try our best to support folks who are Jewish and Muslim as we go through this time. They're both going through, through really difficult times. This, this year for me, Christmas is a really different thing. I, I, uh, for the past, I don't know, five or six or years, I've been, I've been celebrating Christmas alone, which for me means Going to church, doing my church thing, music, doing my church, church music thing, and then having a very quiet Christmas, listening to music and watching sports. This year, I'm being blessed by being in a large family who love each other. Six grandkids who are all, of course, very excited about Christmas, especially with the 11 year old twins who I see a lot because uh, I they come to school they come here before they go to school and we are decorating christmas trees and stockings and you know all the all the stuff that goes on i haven't experienced this for a long time and it's been wonderful to be a part of all of this and we're having our sort of baking thing on the 24th and the 23rd in this house they make lots of of bread and cookies and stuff and then Christmas Day, the entire family is going to be here, which is something like 16 people, including the grandkids. And there are all kinds of traditions, none of which I know about, but I'll find out about as we go along. And I, I'm one of these people who tries to pace myself when it comes to Christmas music, because what I find is if, if I start too soon, I burn out before Christmas. So I started listening in earnest around December 1st, and now I'm listening fairly regularly. I am blessed to have Sirius XM, which has like 10 different Christmas channels. And so it's been wonderful to sort of listen to the various facets of Christmas. I, and so I'm, I'm, I like all kinds of Christmas music. I'm a classical guy. I'm a Christmas jazz guy. I like the, the traditional Christmas stuff. I like some of the more current stuff. And so it's been, Great, great experience being, being around a family who really loves each other. And that's, of course, what Christmas is supposed to support and encourage. So it'll be an interesting couple of weeks. Well, Christmas is a week from Monday. So an additional mm-hmm. 10 days or so. And then, of course, we have the wedding three days later, but that's a whole nother con, that's a whole nother show. So something uh, else to celebrate. You got a lot yeah, to celebrate that's right. this year, Peter. There's a lot going on. Absolutely. Uh, a lot going on here. So, and no snow and no, no, no snow in Coos Bay, Oregon. So no white Christmas. Hopefully it won't be pouring rain, but if it is, we'll be fine. You know? Yeah. So anyway, that's, those are my disjointed, th- uh, disjointed thoughts. And uh, thank you for listening. I'm very glad you brought up the situation in Bethlehem. It's unfortunate mm-hmm. what's going on there. And since you brought that up, it kind of segues me into a, a little bit of a, 
concern that I have that we have a faction in this world that likes to challenge Christmas, and I wish that they wouldn't. And I'm talking about those that want to destroy Christmas decorations or to forbid Christmas decorations from being displayed publicly. I know a lot of places where people are no longer or or are thinking about not installing Christmas trees on their property or on public property. And I think that's terrible. I think that we, especially in America where we have freedoms like we do, should be able to decide for ourselves what we want to celebrate and how we want to celebrate it without different factions telling us what we should and shouldn't do. And I want to get the panel's thoughts on that as well as Peter's thoughts. Well, I I would say I think people, I mean, we could get a constitutional thing. I don't want it to get too political. I I think people mix up the church and state thing with if the community decides we want to put up a Christmas tree and the majority of the community now, and then it's going to say, well, what are you going to do about the Jewish community? Put them all up. Put all the decorations up. Call them what they are. If because to me it's all or nothing. I mean, I'm not. I wouldn't put a Christmas tree on the town square to say that, oh, well, the Jewish people can't have a Star of David or a menorah. I just think it used to be, I think, in this country that there were a majority of Christians, but that didn't mean, I think a community has a right to say, hey, we're putting up a tree. If if most of the people in that community, and so the question is, well, what do you do about the minority? Well, have them put up you know, we, we kind of, some people do that. Some people do, the, you know, acknowledge the other holidays. It, there's nothing. I, I think the problem is with these politicians, it's like, we're going to have a holiday tree. I mean, what, if it's not a Christmas tree, I don't know what it, it's, it's like saying we're going to have, somebody actually said, I think they, they were saying we're going to put up a, they didn't call it menorah, but they called it some, a Jewish candle. I don't know what it was. It's like, just call, call it what it is. And, Instead of fighting one another, we could we could co- compromise. And I I think the problem is that a lot of people feel like the Christians are trying to proselytize, and it's to me it's not about that. I, maybe for some people it is, but I think that the, there's a misunderstanding that church and state means you can't put a Christmas tree on on the on the lawn of City Hall or the library. But like you said, you can put anything up that you want that, that's related to the holidays. Uh, you know, you can put up a menorah if you want to. That's fine. I think people have the right to do that, and they should do that. After all, it's all about our own feelings and our own thoughts about the holiday season and what we what we think that they mean to us. Now, this thing about the holiday tree that I'm hearing about, here's a problem with that. A Christmas tree has its own definition. A Hanukkah tree has its own definition. These trees that are represented by the holidays that people celebrate are all different from one another. So how do you make it a holiday tree and expect one size to fit all? They're all different. You don't because I don't a couple of years ago, I don't know the timeline, that they the mayor of Providence said we're putting up a holiday tree and the people said, No, it's a Christmas tree and he the next year he said this we're lighting the Christmas tree tonight. So People have to stand up for what they want and rather than political correctness or, you know, just because I have a Christmas tree doesn't mean anti-menorah. You know, it's a, it's just what I, my expression. 
And if you're going to have, if you're going to call it a holiday tree and, you, and you're going to worry about who you're going to offend, then put nothing up. You know, it's either all or nothing or we can all have share and put up what we want. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. Mm-hmm. Amy? Yeah, that's how I see it. I agree a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, okay, I agree with Stephen. <laughs> It's do what you feel you want to do. I mean, if you feel you want to put up a tree, then go ahead. Do what you want to do. I don't, you know, I don't want to, you know, single anybody out. But just, you know, I totally agree what with all Steve said. You know, it's, for one thing, getting back to what it's, too commercialized for one thing and it's just I just think that people should you know do what they feel they want to do I mean if you do want to put up a tree go ahead if you don't then don't I mean it's all everybody's different so I think I don't know why people have to make it all you know this or that. So I, I really agree with what Steve said about and to, everything. And to, go for, and to go further with it, like if, if I see somebody who celebrates Hanukkah, I always wish them a happy Hanukkah or I'll even say happy holidays. Just like I wish people Merry Christmas. I have a lot of regard for what people celebrate. Now we could all say happy holidays. There's nothing wrong with that. We can say it all we want to because you know, there's more than one holiday. We have New Year's, of course. And, of course, the holiday season officially starts out with Thanksgiving, you know, in a lot of cases, in a lot of senses. But we do have respect for what people celebrate. And I think the powers that be should have that same. I'm not saying that they don't. But when you start telling governments or when you start telling private entities what they should put on public property to decorate for the holidays, I think that's taking it a step too far. So I agree with Steve, too, and I agree with you, too, Amy. Yeah. Peter, what about you? I agree and would add something. I I, I, I think a lot of what we talk, you know, there, there are certain networks, and I'm not going to identify them because it's not just one, who talk about the war on Christmas, and I think it's a lot of hoopla over nothing. I really do. I, I know that I know there are examples of things that bother us, the holiday tree being one of them. But, you know, as Steve said, you know, one year the the mayor of Providence said holiday tree and we said, no, 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 Christmas tree. And he changed it. You know, this stuff happens. It's part, it's part of the give and take in, uh, of being an American. And I think all of us are proud to be Americans. And so I just think that the media it is, it is magnifies conflict to, for no good purpose, except to make lots of money. And I think it's destructive and I think it's especially annoying around Christmas time. You know, they, you, you, they magnify battles that are, that, that shouldn't be magnified. You know, it's, we all have, you know, we live in a, a place where we're blessed to have differences and be able to work around those differences. And I think the media is not helping us with that at all. The other thing I would say is, you know, unfortunately, I think all of us on this call are, are Christian. I think we all have to acknowledge that we as Christians have in many cases done a miserable job of demonstrating what being a Christian is and is not. I, th- I think that 
we have an opportunity to, to, to demonstrate, you know, love and all that good stuff on Christmas. And many of us or some of us or too many of us don't do a very good job and do try to proselytize and do try to, you know, say it's our way or no way at all. And none, nobody on this panel has said that, but I, 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 I do see that a lot again, especially on the media. This is media stuff. You know, I think the media butts in where it shouldn't butt in or at least should, should be more respectful of the fact that this stuff works out community to community and not, and not magnify differences when they don't, when, when, when they, when they don't really exist. Mm. Yep. I'm sort of tired of the media doing, and it's not just Christmas. Yeah. I, you know, uh, yeah. on, on every, on we every issue, it, it, you know, yeah. I, you know, we talk with this all the time and I had a thought it's irritating yeah. Christmas. Oh. You know, they say, they say we have free speech in this country and, you know, I, I said it's not about proselytizing, but you know, you, you get in, you get into your little way of doing things. Like a Jewish person will say shalom. I don't have a problem with that. I'll, I, I don't run around saying God bless you to everyone, but if it slips out and it shouldn't be looked at that way. And now someone's going to take, well, I'm an atheist. You should, that offends me. It's like, well, okay, I'll remember that next time. But you know, we're, we're so, Tiptoeing on eggshells is like, I can't say God bless you. I can't say shalom. I can't say whatever. And, and you're right about the Christians, but I think every religion, I think knowing what I know about Christianity, we've done it probably one of the worst. But on the other hand, I think all religions have had their fanatics. I don't know all the history as much of the other religions, but you know, it's it, like that in life. It's just the fanaticism. People get into this. But I, I'm really getting tired of trying to figure out. I feel like I'm in. We're supposed to be free, and you know, like I said, I, I'm not going to start yelling at the top of my lungs and proselytizing. But if I say "God bless you" to someone and they get offended, or if I say "Merry Christmas" because that's the way I was brought up, and it's like it's like you're supposed to say "Happy Holidays" because somebody might get offended. And yeah, words can hurt. Words can be used for bad things, but. I think it's the in, people look at the intent rather than saying, "Well, you're just you're just proselytizing." No, I'm sorry. That's the way. I, you know, if it really bothers somebody that much, I'll remember. You know, I'll say, "Okay, I won't say Merry Christmas." I, I don't say it regularly, but I don't know why people have an issue. That, you know, tell me, "Okay, I'm not a Christian." I said, "That's cool. I'm not." And it's like if a Jewish person says Happy Hanukkah to, to me, I'm not going to take offense. Oh, well, I'm not Jewish. I don't celebrate. I'll just say thank you. You too, you know? I mean, I don't know you why. You know, you said offense. you referred, Steve, to the theory that people think we're saying hurtful things. There's nothing being said that's being hurtful. That, that's the other thing about when some people think they're offended. We're not hurting anybody. There's nothing hurtful about what we say. They don't have to agree with the philosophy, of course. We all have the right to disagree, but there's nothing hurtful being said. The, the problem with that, Steve, I have a question for you, just out of curiosity. Yep. How many times in your life, I, I'm not asking for exact number, have, have you said Merry Christmas to somebody and, and they've sort of yelled and they uh-huh. sort of back at you? Has, uh-huh. How many times does it happen to you? All you ever think of. I really can't remember a time. I, yeah, I, I that, 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 that's precisely my point. But, it has but I, know I, I know as I've grown up, and in more recent times, I unfortunately am, am more reserved. If I don't know somebody, you know, a total stranger, you know, and it probably like a doctor's office, but I have said Merry Christmas before to like 
a secretary at a doctor's office, and they said Merry Christmas back to me. I don't know if that meant they were Christian or not, or they could just ignore me. I mean, if it if it really bothers you that I'm I'm a Christian, then ignore me. You know, but Steve, my my or, point my point is, I I you know occasionally I'll say Merry Christmas or and they'll say Happy Holidays, and that's the yeah. end of it. You know, yeah, we, we yeah, make exactly. a big deal of something that's we yeah. as a society, and and again, this is I blame this mostly on the media. Uh, for for making a, an issue that is not really an issue, ninety nine point nine two percent of the time, you know, yeah. it, it's it's really irritating to me. And Bob, uh, I, I I would say to you that I, I agree with you that when we say Merry Christmas, there's no hurt intended. I I get that, but you know, being hurt is a is a two person judgment. We 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 can't say to somebody you shouldn't be hurt by something. You know, it, it's it's a negotiated thing, and so I would just caution us. If somebody is insulted, okay, as Steve said, they're insulted. We try to do better next time. You know, it's not a big deal, but the media is making it a big deal, and it shouldn't be. You know, I really do believe this is a media concoction more than anything else. And one other comment I'd like to make, Bob, I'm sorry. One of the things that sort of surprised me, and it shouldn't surprise me because I have been aware of this for the past two or three years, but it hit me this year. Many churches, and I know uh, a couple in Coos Bay at least, have a sort of what they call a blue Christmas service where, where they invite people who are, who for whatever reason, Christmas is a rough time of the year for them. You know, maybe there's, maybe somebody important died or maybe something happened. And so they, they have special services to try to support those people going through such a hard time. And my response is terrific. You know, yeah. I think we need to acknowledge that for, for many of us, Christmas is a difficult time. And, you know, for whatever reason, you know, it's, and so I'm, I'm really delighted that, that some churches are, are honoring that and trying to find a way to support those, you know, where Christmas is difficult for whatever reason. Yeah. Indeed. I would like to open up the show to our participants. I think this is a good opportunity to have additional participation. So what I'd like to do, first of all, you are listening to In Perspective. I'm Bob Branco and he's Peter Rauchel. We have with us today Amy Branco. And Steve Thieberge, we're talking about the meaning of Christmas and the holidays. So, Trish, do we have any hands raised right now? Oh, I don't. Oh, yes, we do. Tony, go ahead. Who do we have? Tony, go ahead. Okay, Tony, what's happening? How you doing? Hey, how is everybody doing? And Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Happy Holidays. I guess uh, there's... Many, many, many things that could be brought up here, but I suppose the first thing that I would like to remind us of is how hybridized all of these holidays are. I suppose some professor could write a book about the politics of holidays because, you know, you know, Christmas, Christmas is so hybridized. It, it is a, it is a winter solstice holiday. You know, when we get to Easter, we're going to be saying it's a spring holiday as well as one of the most sacred holidays of Christianity. Uh, But these, especially in American culture, are hybridized holidays. And so while we're busy celebrating uh, publicly some of the, you know, the the rights of winter aspects of Christmas, we are also quietly, especially Christians, celebrating the religious side of the holiday as well. And I think that sometimes, you know, we, we, we don't remember that that's what's happened here is we've gotten a couple of different things all intertwined with each other. The winter aspect of Christmas 
It's just a coincidence. They just melded them together because of the politics of holidays over the centuries with the religious <laughs> aspect. And we should just kind of remember that that's also what we're under undergoing here. Could I respond? I'm glad you raised that issue because I think we forget that. So, you know, my understanding of the history is that, you know, that, that the Christmas tree, the Christians borrowed that from the Romans who, who, who had their own winter, winter holiday and sort of Christianized the tree and put yeah. the, you know, whatever. And, and, you know, the tree has all kinds of different significance, you know, to different, as, as uh, Steve, I think said. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's, that is an important thing to remember. Uh, thank you, Tony, for, for saying that. Yeah, the other comment your, your comment reminded me of is I'm in the, I'm, I'm co-hosting a show on December 17th where we have two hours of holiday music and, and, and poetry. And one of the things that really struck me in sort of putting the program together based on the submissions we received is that there's such a nice mixture of secular and sacred in, in during this season that we can either lean into or lean against. And I think it's to our advantage to lean into it because there's so much wonderful stuff up from both. It's not, it's not, it's both and sometimes, right? And I think, I think we should, I, I, I don't think we should run from the, from either, from either if we, you know, if we can do it. Anything else, Tony? I'll wait my turn for the next great point that hits me, but I'm okay for right now. Thanks, Tony. Thank you, Tony. And Steve, you wanted to respond to Tony, so I'll give you the opportunity right now. Yeah, I think I think it's great to remember the history of our holidays. And, and like I think Peter hit it anyways, is there's secular things that have nothing to do with church and, you know, some of the modern Christmas carols. That's fine. Or not carols, but songs. And we can embrace all that. It doesn't mean we're pagans because we have a Christmas tree or, you know, it's just something that evolved. And, you know, that's personal choices. And but I agree, we, we should remember, but, it, but some people make it like it's, it, it's, to me, history is fascinating. Like, where did that come from? Even, even like Easter eggs and, you know, different things and fertility, but it, and that, and it really is between the religious and the worldly, which you can have both. It's because you have, you're celebrating the holiday with a tree doesn't mean, you know, that's, that's your choice how you want to do it. Rish, do we have any more hands raised? We do. Next is Beth. Hello, Beth. How are you? Merry Christmas. Hello. Hey, Beth. I, oh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> no. <laughs> I always, uh, I think of these holidays are hybridized. And, you know, it <laughs> used to be so cool in the 60s and 70s and stuff to to be able to to go places with your with your sighted family or even to look around your neighborhood and say oh wow hey that johnny across the street has the star of david or mary across mary across the way has you know a kwanzaa symbol or what you know whatever and it, it used to be really cool <laughs> and now they oh no if you put that on They'll go and vandalize your house if you have a Christmas tree in your back in your yard, and I, I really don't think that's appropriate. Hardly, um, not appropriate and, at all. Uh, and and I think that, like, it's up to the community what they want. Like, like you were saying, like we used to have the the um, the live nativity. They don't have that anymore because it might offend someone. 
But Beth, that's the community. And I mean, yeah, you know, I don't know who made that choice, but the, the, the community made that choice and maybe the wrong choice. We may not agree with the choice, but you know, that's part of being an American, right? We, right. Yes. We don't agree with. I don't know that you, the situation where you are, but I can assure you where I am, we have, and where I was in Columbia, Missouri, and when I where I was in Washington D.C. and where I was in New York City, there was all kinds of Christmas stuff up there, as, as well as the Hanukkah stuff. I, I just think this stuff is being overblown. I, I just do. I'm not saying. Oh, that, I, I do too. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And of course, there there are idiots out there who 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 uh, who destroy things, and that's not right under any circumstances. Well, you know. All and I've been told, I've been told as well that, well. We don't really know if that's Jesus Christ's birthday. And I tell you know what? At least, just like Thanksgiving, at least we take a day off to honor him. Who cares if that was his birthday, when his birthday was? At least we take a day off to honor him. I have a response to that. I, I, I'm yes. paraphrasing. Somebody, I, it was in Song of Bernadette, but I'm very much paraphrasing. For the faithful, no explanation is necessary. And for the unfaithful, yep. no explanation will suffice. I mean, that's just a choice we make. If, if faith, faith is some believing in things that logic tells you you shouldn't. I mean, so it's like, yeah, we don't know. Okay. That, that's, that doesn't, you know, how, how do you respond to that? That's the only way I can respond to it. I keep mm-hmm. saying, and, and those of us who, 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 you know, who try to uh, live out our lives as Christians and all of us, you know, who, who are, do faith is a feeling. It's not a thought. And uh, for those of you who know about my books, I talk about feelings, not thoughts, drive action. And so if you're going to talk on the thoughts channel about Christians and people aren't feeling it, it's never going to work. The only way you're going to be able to feel it is, is experience, you know, the community aspects and the, and the positive sides of Christianity. And if people don't experience it, there's no chance that no matter how much you're going to proselytize, it's never going to work. It's just going to harden people's hearts. And so it really does, mm-hmm. it really does. And I, I speak for me. It, yeah. It's really important that we live out our lives the best we can, because if we don't, if we're too, if we do stuff that's too hypocritical to other people, we're going to fail. And you know, that, that Christmas is is part of that. Yep. Yes. Well, Beth, thank you rant. very much for I your agree. input. We always appreciate it. Thanks, Beth. Oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> Next, we have Sally. Go ahead, Sally. Okay. Hey, Sally. Hi. Jesus told us to love our neighbors, and our neighbors are everybody. Mm-hmm. I don't ask somebody who they worship before I treat them with kindness, but what I do do in the holiday season, if I'm not sure what religion somebody is, instead of saying happy holidays, I'll say, I hope you enjoy whatever holiday you're celebrating, because that to me is a little more personal than a that a pat happy day, you know, happy holiday phrase. And as far as the blue Christmas services someone mentioned a little while ago, I've been to several of them and I found them very helpful. A number of my family have died in the holiday season and this will be my fifth Christmas without my husband. My late husband was Jewish, but he attended a Lutheran church with me. He was, he said, you know, I celebrate everything, but I found that this Christmas, it's the first Christmas I really feel joyful again, and I realize what a loving, intentional family I have of friends, and I just feel like, you know, I don't need a blue Christmas this year. I've come out of it, 
And I think we just need a little more kindness in the world. Kindness doesn't cost anything, and it doesn't hurt anybody. All I have to say. Yeah. Sally, thank you for sharing that. I, I, I really sure. appreciate it. That really, you know, you know, sometimes you. we have blue Christmases and sometimes we don't. And I, I, I thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you for the program. Yeah. You're welcome. And Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas to you, Sally. And okay. So moving right along, Trish, do we have any more? We do. Next is to Yana. Go ahead. Hi, Deanna. Merry Christmas. Hi. <laughs> I do think that we get so involved with trying to be politically correct that we almost don't know how to talk to each other at all anymore. The other it's day, crazy, isn't it, Deanna? <laughs> the other day, a friend of mine made a joke by saying, "Well, Mary Hanukkah Kwanzaa Don." Yeah, <laughs> because you know, what yeah, so did just he... say happy holidays. Yeah. Well, I think Sally's. Sally's answer also works. Mary, you know, happy, happy, have a happy whatever you're celebrating. Yep. <laughs> and leave it at that because it should be a time of family and friends and girding up for the long months of January yep. <laughs> and February because even February is still depressing for some people yeah. that if they don't have a significant other to give them a box of candy. You know, my daughter used to send a dozen roses to her best friend on February 14th because she says, look, there are people who love you. It may not be a male person, but hey, I care. And, you know, so when she finally did get engaged and, and Angeline flew out to Alaska to be in her apart of her wedding and her friend flew to Michigan to be part of my daughter's wedding. They're going, now we don't have to send each other flowers anymore. <laughs> hey, Deanna, could you talk? I know you have a book out, which I'm looking oh. forward to getting you any perspective on, which we need a date from you in May about when you want to get on. But can you, I am guessing that your book talks about Christmas, your Christmas was growing up. Can you talk it- a little about that? It does in that, of course, as any conquered people, we were highly Christianized. Mm-hmm. Um, but we may not have always quite gotten all of the message because we did feel that there was a, a great spirit, the great mystery, a creator entity. Yeah. But we also thought that the earth was our mother and the sun was our father and life was water was life. I mean, those were all parts of what we believed. I think the part of Christianity that I personally had a hard time with was the idea that a man, you know, so yeah. long ago, could pay for our sins by giving up his life in a terrible fashion. And in our, in, instead of us, and, and then because if we believed in him, then we are cleansed of all sins. We more or less believe that your relationship with the great spirit is personal and that you apologize to him and the people you've wronged 
because your sins are your own <laughs> and you have to take responsibility for them yeah. and not just walk away with the clean hands just because you went to church and had a piece of bread put on your tongue. Yeah. You know, that was, it's kind of one of the things where we have a hard time with that part of Christianity. We can believe that, that a great spirit could send someone but down, but we don't really feel like we need an an intermediate between us and God or someone to pass along our messages to God because as his children, he knows who we are and he knows that we sometimes make mistakes and we do stupid things. But like any good parent, he may be upset with us, mm. but his love doesn't change. He's not a, a fiery entity that punishes us when we misstep. Mm. He's not, but he loves all of the things he made, including the bear, the buffalo, and the wolf for all our kindred because they are all part of his creation. And we owe them as much respect as we would like to have. And by respect, we learn their ways and we learn how to safeguard ourselves against them. What do you do when you see a mother bear with, with a cup? You go the other way. <laughs> Those kinds of things. Cause you don't want to hunt her because she has young. You don't want to make her into a rug or mount her head on a wall just to show that how brave you are. You might hunt her at a time or you might hunt a male bear for its fur and, but you also eat its meat, even though it's not the, you know, a delicacy. You, but you harvest everything of that bear, his fat, his bones, his, you know, everything is put to a purpose because you took his life in order for you to live. And therefore anything you can't use, you bury with a prayer and herbs like tobacco or, or cedar or something to say, thank you. Your life is, is making it possible for my life to be better because I'll have this bear skin to keep my family warm in the winter. You know, so yeah, that's, well, it's a different way of looking at our I, relationship. I just find it fascinating God. how they, you know, sort of traditional white male Christianity sort of intersects with other groups and how, yeah. you know, uh, you know, things. I have a thought on that. Go ahead. I, I don't want to get into the Jesus thing too much, but I, I find it a forgiving God. But in terms of the uh, other peoples, I just heard the Huron Carol. And it's like, how do you, and, and they basically had three chiefs bringing, Jesus was born in, and they brought him rabbit skins. And it's like, that was a way to hybrid, talk about hybridizing. And I do, I think the spirituality of like the earth and the, we don't talk about it specifically. There's, there is more of that in the Old Testament. Now, we don't throw out the Old Testament. I mean, at least, I don't, well, the way with the churches I go to, it's all connected. And I know 
a lot of the Jewish people have a reverence for a more what we what you're what you're talking about a spiritual element that's not really related and and then you tell people well yeah Jesus may be an intermediary but it's all part of the same God and you know I don't I'm definitely not a preacher and I definitely I'm way beyond my pale there but I just think it's interesting how we can talk about similar ideas and how how we have introduce our religion to people that know nothing about it. And I've always appreciated learning about other religions. And I think there's more common ground in most religions than not. We might approach it differently. I, th- I thank you, Steve. Uh, Deanna, I need a day mm. from you. <laughs> Whenever you want to put me in the schedule, it's fine, Peter. That's far enough in advance. I'll be able to... to- so let's, 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 get you, let's, let's get you in the first the first Friday in May. Is that okay, Bob? Yes, that would be May third. Okay. Actually, let's let's get her on the let's get her on the program. Thank you, Deanna. Deanna, Mer- thank Mer- you. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas to you. And we'll 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 talk to you next year, if not sooner. Already. All right. Do we have any other hands raised at this point? Oh yes, we have we we have right. several hands actually. All Tony, right. Tony is next. Go ahead, Tony. Oh, no, now I'm muted. Yeah, you know, there's a profound morality in what Diana was just describing. And, and if we go back to, to Christmas and, you know, why, why did Jesus even have to exist to begin with? It, 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 it's all, it's all about people through the ages eventually seeking some kind of a way of existing that will be as comfortable and as humane and as benevolent as possible, given everything that people have to deal with, with their environments through the ages and everything else. So, you know, you know, I got, I kind of got distracted listening to Diana. It was really, really beautiful. It was, uh, but it really tells yeah. me, tells me that this is so universal, whether, whether you your, you know, your belief systems in, in nature and, and dealing with other creatures in the world or how we love each other or supposed to love each other, whatever it is, it's all about how we exist in this world. And that was predominantly the message of Jesus. Yes, there were some spiritual, spiritual elements having to do with giving people a sense of that there is, there's a hope for something beyond this life. It, it goes toward helping people in this life, but most important is that we should love each other. And I, I guess by extension, we should love all of nature. And, you know, th- these are very fundamental things having to do with how people exist. And, and I, I, so it's very profound. If you just think about it like that, how people need to exist with each other, you really get a true flavor for many of these holidays and rituals. Thank you. I, thank you, Tony. As you said it. Thank you, Tony. We appreciate that comment. Yeah. Who's next, Trish? Okay. We were just about at the 10 minute mark. We have Nora's iPad. Go ahead, Nora. Yeah, hello. Merry Christmas, <laughs> Nora. <laughs> thank you. Merry Christmas to you and to all the listeners out there and <clears throat> excuse me. And I, my opinion is Christmas is basically, I'm a Christian too, and basically it, uh, to remember Jesus' birth, that he was born on the very, very first Christmas, and we 
And the Christmas tree and the decorations is something we love to do as we we can do whatever we want, whether to decorate or not. And I like, I like to stay away from political type things about that. It is, a, yeah. It, it is a weird sort of mixture of the sacred and the secular, Nora. Yeah. That's what I heard you say. And, and, yeah. But you know, we, we do need to take the, sec- the sacred seriously. And as uh, at least in my opinion, it's too commercialized. I mean, we've, we've all said this in different ways, Deanna, most 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 eloquently. Yeah. And you know, I, I just think we need to remember. You know, I hate this reason for the season stuff, but there is a purpose for that. That's right. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, yeah. Know, Black Friday, that's a primary example uh, of how commercialized Christmas has become. Yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we, as, as Steve said, we live in a capitalist country, which is not, a, which is not a bad thing, but you know, like you, you can take it too far, like anything else. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Nora. Thank you, Nora. Welcome. Thank you. All right. Moving right along. Next, we have Mary Carla Hayes. Go ahead, Mary Carla. Hi, Mary Carla. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you, too. Can you hear me? We can. Okay. I just wanted to make a couple of points. The only thing that bothers me, it seems to me, and I could be wrong about this, it's the Christians that, and I'm a Christian, okay, it always seems to me that, it, you know, if, 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 if we offend somebody, that is really bad, but nobody seems to care about offending Christians. I mean, if we want to, you know, I mean, it seems like if you offend a Christian, it's okay, but if a Christian does something, they're proselytizing. That, that bothers mm-hmm. me. It really bothers me that it seems to, I do think there's a war on Christmas and it's to the point our, one of our local radio stations doesn't even play. Christmas bumpers between talk show segments because they're afraid of offending somebody. And as far as I'm concerned, Christmas is only as commercial as you make it. Look at it as a very sacred time myself. And I try to take the care in shopping for gifts. When you think about the wise men's gifts, they all had a purpose, gold for his royalty, you know, Jesus' royalty frankincense for incense because he was our high priest and myrrh because he, you know the, the wise men knew that he was going to die for our sins so if you take the meaning of gifts that you know you're not going to obviously be that deep but when you think about gift giving to somebody that you love and you take it very seriously it can become very spiritual and very rich and very non-commercial and I just want to put in a quick plug that there's going to be on the 19th a virtual gift-giving call that Anthony Corona and I are going to be hosting where we're going to do virtual gift-giving and play 20 questions. And I want you all to... We're going to have Anthony on our show in a couple of months. Oh, good. Yeah, we are. Yes. Uh, and, Getting and back a to a comment. I, I, yeah. um, and since we're promoting shows, December 17th at 1 p.m. East Coast... The Friends and Art Crowd is, is doing a two-hour amalgam of, of, of poetry and prose and music around the holiday season, Hanukkah, Christmas, winter. I think it's going to be terrific, so I hope you can check that out as well. Carla, to one of your points about the radio station, mm-hmm. I'd like to simplify it, and I wish society would do this, and they won't, and that's fine. We all have the right to feel how we feel. But to me, if 
if you don't want to hear what the radio station wants to do or wants to air, you can move to another radio station. Mm-hmm. Switch to another one. You don't have to listen to what you don't want to listen to. I've had conversations with people about Christmas music. Oh, my goodness, this station's playing Christmas music right after Halloween. You have the choice to not listen if you don't want to. Let the station do what it wants to do, and you move on to something that you want to hear. I agree with that so much. But I just get tired of us having to give up just because somebody else is offended. And it's always the Christians that are doing that have to do this, the compromise. I don't know if the rest of you see it that way or not. I, I, I don't, Carla, but I appreciate your comment. I mean, I, I do think there are people out there who are just, just nastily hostile to our Christians. And, but yeah. that's part of, that's part of our, how do you say this? Yeah, that's part of our cross, if you will. I, I don't want to be too, too, whatever. I just think that we need to be as best as we can. I mean, remembering that in other countries, you know, in China and in Iraq and many countries of the Middle East, you know, what, what they're experiencing really is martyrdom. I mean, you know, it's terrible stuff. Yes, that is true. And, and we in this country, I can't tell how many times I've heard Christians say, we're being martyred. We're being persecuted because we're being, you know, nasty things being said about us. Guys, grow up. I'm sorry. You know, I don't mean to downplay what you're saying, Carla, because I know what happens, but I, I just hear what's going on in the rest of the world and I'm like, we should be able to handle this. Well, okay. I haven't heard. That's my take. I, I, I respectfully, I, I hear your point. I'm just sort of, I, you know, I've heard too, too much of the woe is me from, from Christian preachers and I'm tired of it. Okay. But I wish you, I'll still wish you a Merry Christmas. I do too. Absolutely. I me still too. will do it because I believe it and yeah. I'm not going to back off. No, you shouldn't. Absolutely, and should Carla. And I want to thank, thank you for, for your contribution. Show. We appreciate it. Okay. Steve, did you want to add? We have about three more minutes, but Steve, do you want to respond? I agree agree with that to a point, what she said, but I, when thinking about it, what Peter said, you hear more about violence against, against like temples than I haven't heard anything in the news recently about a church being attacked. I, I don't know. I don't, I try not to watch the news. I mean, I I do, but it gets depressing, but you, you're hearing a lot of anti-Semitism and I know the media plays that up too but it is real but is it that they're not reported you know you don't really hear about christian churches being attacked like some of the synagogues are so well, i don't it know what happens how, you know that uh, you know if it's a balance issue in the media or you know and yeah i i think i don't know i it, of course as a christian it's going to feel worse to us because we're going to feel singled out and i understand that and i don't know what the reality is but I do, I have felt that way myself. So I, I understand the feeling where I don't know, but I do agree the media is hypes everything. So that there is a balance that we need to reach. Any more hands up, Maurice? I know we're running out of yes. time. Yes. We, we have, have three, minutes. we have, we have three minutes and Jane T has her hand up. Go ahead, Jane. Merry Christmas, Jane. Hey, Jane. Hello to all of you. And I'm going to, I, I absolutely say that we live in a country that has more freedom of choice for many people than anywhere else in the world. And I think that that privilege is a privilege. It's part of what we stand on. When I think about Christmas and what it means to me, we intentionally keep our Christmas around here very simple. 
because it needs to be about the values we have in our hearts and spirits more than the gifts, the physical, you know, commercial gifts we give. And I think, Peter, I really agree with you. People need to grow up Mm. and just stand tall and true and caring and loving and go live in another country for a while. We've lived in other countries a little bit and it's compelling how much you get to change or grow into who you really can be if you get outside all that America is today. One minute. That's all. Okay. All Mm -hmm, right. Thank you very much, Jane, and I hope you have a very Merry Christmas, and thanks thanks for your contribution, as as always. Okay. Any final (laughs) thoughts before we close? We have about a half a minute. Amy, Steve. <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas. And um, I'm, I'm glad we had this discussion and we didn't have any major arguments. That's what it's all about. Getting along with each other. Amy. Yeah. Merry Christmas to everybody. And I agree with Steve. And uh, yeah, it's just, you know. What we can do is to love happy. one another. Yeah, Exactly. All right, so without further ado, let me thank everybody for a great show. I want to thank Amy and Steve for being on the show today. I want to thank our participants as well, and Peter and Trish for being our host. Next week, we're going to have Mike Caps. He is a sports reporter. He's also reported on major news stories for very major uh, networks. We're going to hear a lot about his experiences. He has over 30 years of reporting experience. Mike Caps, next week on In Perspective. Take care, everybody. Go safe with God's abundant blessings. And Merry Christmas, everybody. 